0: Hi everyone, welcome to my new series of the podcast. In this series I'll be sharing my own personal audio journal, sharing my experiences as I go on some travel adventures of my own. I'll be speaking on all things travel, pushing yourself out your comfort zone and self-development. Welcome to episode two of my audio journal. Today I thought I'd chat a bit about gap years. So I did decide to have a gap year after college. It was a tricky decision but at the same time I feel like it just kind of happened that I ended up having a gap here. Um And I just thought I'd talk a bit about my experience of one and why I think it's a really good decision. It obviously completely depends on yourself and because some people at college, like they knew exactly what they wanted to study. They knew exactly where they wanted to go for uni. They were so excited, like, obviously go for it, if that's how you feel. But when I was at college, I really had no idea, really. I guess I did, but I just wasn't certain. And I think if I'd gone from college just straight to uni I do think I would have definitely or million trillion percent studied something that I would have regretted I always preferred like the creative subjects like photography media art but I really didn't know like which route to go down within those subjects I quite quickly what's the word I quite quickly dismissed art I quite quickly removed art from my choices after studying well Trying to study an A level in art, I think it was like fine art. Actually, I don't think it was art and design. I don't know what it was, but whatever it was, I wasn't very good at it. So I quite quickly realised that I wanted to focus more on like the media and photography side. I always found that because the photography A level was a lot more practical, I just did better in it, um, compared to media throughout. So yeah, that was why I always lent more towards photography because I just thought oh, I'm better at photography. So maybe after maybe that's what I'm going to do with my life so I guess I did know I wanted to go down one of those two routes when I was in my last year of college obviously everyone does the whole UCAS applications and everyone was doing it and I think I just decided that I was just going to apply but it was always in the back of my mind that I might not go that next year to uni I was thinking at that point like when I was going to these interviews and stuff I was thinking like oh I'll I'll go and I'll do photography but I'll just defer. But I think in the end what happened was it got to the end and I got my results and stuff and I just decided that I was just going to reject all my offers and reapply the following year because I didn't really know whether I actually wanted to go to these unis and study this subject. So I took the year out and I decided that I was going to spend a few months working and then I was going to travel for a couple months and then I was going to come back and work and save and go to uni. Didn't quite go exactly as planned because it was actually the year of COVID, the year we went into lockdown. So, yeah, in the end, I worked full time till January. But, yeah, on the, I think it was like the 4th of January, I had booked this trip that at the time was absolutely terrifying. Well, it would be terrifying now, to be fair. I was so nervous to do this because at the time I was 19 and I never, I'd never even left Europe, let alone gone on a plane on my own. Yeah, I just decided that I needed to do it for myself. I think it was like the very beginning of January 2020. I went and flew to Australia. It was obviously like the most surreal feeling doing that and then I did a six week tour of the east coast and then I spent two weeks because I had some family out there I spent the last just under two weeks while well, staying with some family that live near Byron Bay in Australia. And actually at the time, COVID was on the rise. And I remember a couple of people mentioning on the tour about this COVID-19 thing. I thought it was like a one-off case a bit and that it wasn't going to be that big of a deal. But yeah, so then in my final weeks when I stayed with family, that's when it's, I started actually watching the news, well, seeing on the news a bit more. When we were on our trip, it was like we're in a little bubble. But then when I came off the trip, I suddenly realised, oh, actually, like it might actually be quite bad. I started to get very slightly worried about getting home. But I was so lucky with my experience because actually COVID did not affect my trip at all. And I know for some people that I met on the trip, it did. And I got home just before we went into lockdown. So yeah, I booked my six week East Coast tour through Ultimate Travel, which is a company where I believe, I believe if you book through Gap360 and you book onto like East Coast tour, I do think it's the same company I've realised. Because I remember some people saying, oh yeah, I booked through Gap360 and some people booked through Ultimate Travel. So I think Ultimate Travel is, I think that company is based in Australia and they create the tours, but then Gap. 360 almost promote them and sell them as well there's lots of other companies that are do very similar tours true travels more recently i think they've started bringing out tours in australia this contiki which i think is very well known for like it's party trips um there's g adventures adventure people the adventure people i've seen a lot of people use them but i'm not too sure how these all differ but there's so many different Tours that you can do. And I think, especially if you're young and it's like your first time solo traveling, I do think these tours are really good. If you want something that's like really organized and it takes a lot of the stress out of travel, I think, I do think that's a really good option when you're starting out, even if you're not like really young. I think some of them say like they're restricted to people between 18 and 30, but some of them aren't restricted like that. I don't, I'm not too sure. But yeah, from my experience, I had like an amazing experience. I met so many lovely people on my tour, like some that I'm still in touch with now. And like it was just so fun. Like the whole experience was so fun and it was really well organized. We did all the places along the East Coast. So we went from Sydney to Byron Bay to... I'm not going to remember all of this, to be fair. So like Noosa, Surfers Paradise. I don't think I'm saying this in the right order. Where else did we go? We ended in Cairns. We went to Magnetic Island. I remember I loved that place. Um, That was towards the end of the trip. And we went to... it called? Obviously the Whitsundays. So when you go to the Whitsundays, you stay at Early Beach before... And then you go on your trip along around the Whip Sundays and then you come back and stay at Early Beach, I believe. And then for why well, have I forgotten the name? What's it called? That uh two seconds. Like the most famous thing you do in Australia. It's like the really beautiful island. Fraser Island. Why could I not think when I went to Fraser Island, I stayed at Rainbow Beach, which is a like a small place just on the coast, so you can just go on a um boat to Fraser Island. I'm trying to remember because obviously this is quite a long time ago now. But I don't know if tours differ, but I do think a lot of them are quite similar from what I've heard. But yeah, it's just such a good experience. And I was, I was saying to my friend that what's wants to do a bit of traveling. Like, you should definitely do something similar because it was really fun. We stayed in different hostels um, in each different place. I'd say like my highlight from the trip was I was back on Magnetic Island. I don't know. I always look back on that really fondly. After the trip, I remember saying that Byron Bay was my favourite place like in Australia. Because I went back there when I stayed with family afterwards in a similar area. Like Byron Bay has really good vibes, so that was one of my favourite places we visited. In Cairns, we stayed in Gilligan's, which is like a party hostel. And that was really fun. But we did like literally all the typical things you do when you travel the east coast of Australia it's maybe you want to do another trip similar somewhere else because yeah it was really fun and it wasn't too stressful like every part was so good but I did end up finding I think Fraser Island and Whitsundays the hardest just because of the like living situations but in Fraser Island you had to camp which is fine but I remember like someone had like a rat in their tent and like that really scared me it was just quite it was just very different from the rest of the trip and same with Whitsundays like it was a beautiful place but the boat so we stayed on a boat and it was so so hot like it was like unbearably hot like sleeping on there so it was just like a bit more of a difficult part of it but to be fair it was all really good but yeah so my gap year I did that I stayed with some family and then I went flew home and then we really quickly went and stopped down which obviously wasn't what I expected to happen um I expected to like find a new job and I guess work till the uni started but In the end, I think I spent a certain amount of months in lockdown, and then I managed to get some work in the job I'd worked in before, Australia, right up to when I started uni, so I did have a little bit of money for when I started uni. But yeah, that was kind of my experience of a gap year, and I would say it was the best decision I made, and obviously during that lockdown period, that was when I reapplied to uni and i I think it just gave me time to think about what i really wanted to do and i obviously got my a level grades back and i found that i did just as well with media as i did in photography obviously photography is media so i decided to do more of a broad creative media subject and i found like the perfect one in bath at bath spa would involve like everything that i love and having the gap here gave me the time to really find what i really wanted to study and i knew like obviously i didn't really know what i was going to use my degree for or what i would do I don't think I was that aware of about the opportunities that would come from doing this degree, but I just knew that I'd really love it. And to be fair, it was the best decision I ever made because the opportunities that have come from the degree and what it's leading me on to do is like exactly what I know that I'm going to love. I didn't know about podcasts really when I chose to do my degree, but like just like podcasts, there's so many other things that I've discovered that I love creating and, and I can see now a career route that I see myself going down. And, and I really do think that I had a gap here because it gave me that time to think more and really make the right decision because I would have never gone to last bar study, studied creative media if i hadn't taken the up here my uni experience has been so good that i'm so glad that i really took that time out so i definitely say like if you feel pressure because of time or you feel like you're running out of time and you don't want to take a year out just please take the year out because it'll probably be the best thing and you'd feel a lot worse if you just rushed into doing thing and then you didn't like it and then you had to change yeah i know some people might have some slightly more negative experiences of having a gap year you might feel like you don't have as much purpose I guess but the idea of a gap year is that there's an end goal and that there's something that's going to you can work and you can travel and I also think having a gap year is good in some cases because I felt so 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 ready when I went to uni like if I'd gone straight out of college I do feel like I would have felt a bit rushed and everything would have happened so quick and I would be suddenly moving out whereas the travelling gave me the experience of living away from home obviously living in hostels is completely different but it gave me like the life skill that I needed when I went to uni and being like a year older I just felt so ready to be about when I went to uni and I felt and it wasn't half as scary as I'm sure it would have been if I hadn't had the gap here and like I said the traveling helped so much and it's easy to think like I want to be if all my friends are going to uni then I want to be on the same timeline as them and I don't want them to have graduated and then me just still to be at uni but so many people you, some people do placement years some people take a year out within while they're at uni some people will change their degree Some people will fail a year, like all sorts happens and everyone is actually on their own timeline and you just, you just don't know what's going to happen. So really don't orientate your life around other people. Everything does happen for a reason, I promise. Thank you so much for listening to this journal entry. It's actually been so good reflecting on that year of my life. Hopefully this episode might help someone a little bit. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of How Travel Changed My Life. Keep up to date with the latest episodes and for more inspirational travel content, follow me on Instagram at How Travel Changed My Life. You can stream these episodes on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Speak to you next time. Bye.